I'm Renee Ritchie, and I'm a tech analyst. I'm Georgia Dow, and I'm a psychotherapist. And welcome to Apple Talk, where, where what happens? Where psychology and technology intermesh, and we decipher it all for you so you don't have to. They smash head-on collision right on the highway and debris of Microsoft and Amazon. Google, Amazon, Facebook, Apple, just all the big tech companies explode in bullet time, matrix style all matrix around style. us. And, and we discuss why. Why, and what it does to us and to our culture. So what is our, what is our first story, Georgia? Uh, do, shall we do accessibility? Yes. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. So, Georgia, have you watched the video? I did. <laughs> I nice. did watch the video. Nice. So, yeah, Apple doesn't usually pre-announce this kind of stuff. They usually make us wait for WWDC, but they wanted to get it out for Global Accessibility Awareness Day. Hmm. I think that that's wonderful. I, I really love how easy it is to use. Like, that's really very, very the cool. The watch one? The watch one. Yeah. The watch one for, like, movement and that it, it can tell the difference, like, which... I still don't know how. I'm assuming it's through um, like increase because when you squeeze your hand, there's an increase in blood, and they already have the the, the blood monitor center sensor. Um, but I don't know how else they would do that. So they're doing three things. One is they're using the motion sensors, so the accelerometer, the gyroscope, to right. tell which way you're moving. Yes. And then they are using the um, optical uh, pulse ox pulse uh, heart, heart, heartbeat reader. Yeah. Sorry, heart. Heart, heart pulse reader, whatever. I keep blanking on the name, but they're using that to, to, to judge what you said, like the, the different flow rates uh, in the arm. That and then they're incredible. putting it all through machine learning, the same way they trained it for the fall detection, to That's sort of incredible. figure out what, what you're trying to do and then act on it. What I also love about accessibility, one is that like technology is not one of those things. It's, it's truly a utility. It's something mm -hmm. that everyone needs. You cannot really go through life very effortlessly without having access to technology. So this gives access to a much wider range of people that might need it. But also just for everyday life, you end up finding out that a lot of accessibility features are really helpful for you, such as if you're cooking or yeah. cleaning or you've had an injury or like there's you're holding a baby. Ways. You're hold, like yeah. You're, yeah. There's all oh, different ways cart, that, yeah. you, you know what, this actually might be a better way to interface with my tech than being able to have fine motor control. Yeah, no, absolutely. The one that I wasn't fully aware of was the background sound for people who were neurodiverse, just constantly having some level of white noise or some level of nature sounds. I wasn't sure what that did. So it, it shuts out so that you don't become overloaded. And for a lot of people, a lot of extra noise can overload their sensors because for a neurotypical brain, we usually filter out most of the ambient noise that's in the room. And same thing with ambient light, the sounds, the sights, we filter it out. But not everyone's brain can do that very effectively. Okay. And so you can become overloaded and stressed. So this is also very good for stress management also. Oh boy, do I need that. So is it is it because it's predictable noise and not unpredictable noise that it lets you relax? Yes. Okay. Yes, and it, it would you would only then be um, like, you know, if someone's tapping, a lot of people find, sorry, I did that, I apologize. <laughs> no, I apologize. It was just but me. tapping, it can become annoying or a little different outside sounds that change yeah. a little bit, they that don't get That person in the movie theater, crunch, crunch. Yeah, it probably only does it for ambient sounds that are, are crunch. similar. A crunch may not okay. be the one that they Fair. actually take <laughs> out because it would be a once yeah. in a while sound, but any anything that's filtered is helpful. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And I like that it can work under like underneath other noises so it's not going to block out your system notifications. Right. Like if you get a message or anything, I think that's really great. Yeah. Um, and people responded really well to this. Like I often worry that people discount accessibility features, that they feel like they're not for them. And there was even that famous time at the shareholders meeting where someone from one of the less human 
um, shareholder groups stood up and asked Tim Cook why they wasted money on accessibility. And it was a few times we got to see angry Tim Cook, which you know is great. And he's like, I don't give a, I don't care about when it comes to uh, was it when it comes to features for the blind or accessibility, I don't give a damn about the bloody ROI, something like that. That's great. That's yeah. great. And it's funny because a lot of times there's there's people that are less empathic. They only care once it happens to them. Yes. So it only matters once they've lost something, like a, a sense that they usually need to use. And now suddenly it becomes vastly important. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And Apple was saying that previously a lot of people who were like uh, limb different, for example, would use their nose, but it yeah. wasn't do, it was, wasn't practical. I, I'll just say it. I do that when it's really cold too. <laughs> I will. I'm like, I'm not taking off my gloves. My yeah. face is already out. I'll use my nose to be able to answer a phone call. So I think that that it's good for everyone. It yeah. isn't just for for people that are that are non-typical in what their needs are. It's Again, having more abilities to do things is only a benefit, and it will just allow yeah. more people be able to reach technology. Yeah, I was watching Peter McKinnon's video where he busted a bunch of fingers on his, I think it was an ATV or motorcycle, mm -hmm. uh, and he was making coffee and just talking about how hard it is to use things. And that just, like, you're only ever one accident away from that happening. Or you go to the doctor and they put drops in your eyes for a test, and now you can't see. And then you've never even thought about voiceover before, but then it's immediately critical t for you exactly. for calling a ride or checking where you are, all those things. And it changes the amount of jobs that you can take. It changes your level of independence. And um, that feeling of being able to be in independent and empowered to be able to do things, that opens up the world to you. And it can become very disheartening to not be able to ex access email and Facebook and content from friends. Yeah. Um, just like when I, um, you know, was was doing a, a podcast and they, they spoke about how, you know, like pictures, they want to know what yeah. is the title, write the title, please, of what is on your Instagram or your Twitter photos because people that are, that are sight impaired would like to know yeah. what are in these photos. And so I had not thought about that. And so it also opens up the world to other people. The first time I got to speak to Sarah, I'm going to mispronounce her last name, Herlinger, uh, who runs, she's product director, product marketing director for Apple Accessibility. Uh, we got on the phone and she explained to me the then new settings for the camera. Mm -hmm. And I was like, normally like, why you're, why would you make cameras people with low or no vision? She's like, well, you know, they don't see the selfie, but they want to send selfies to their friends or family. So it'll say like not centered or too bright or move the camera here. And then they can take that picture and share it with their friends and family. they and don't family. have to ask someone else yeah. to take the photo. Yeah. Right? So it allows them to be independent, share their world, reach out and stay connected. Yeah, and now they're doing that computer vision where they'll look at the photo and not just say person next to a truck, but they'll check your faces and say, oh, it's your father standing next to his blue truck at sunset. You know, it'll read, it'll basically read out the photo to you and then you can add your own annotations like, yeah, this is the day right before dad dented it or something, you know, it's like, so you can keep those sort of personal memories attached to those images. Right. Yeah, it was funny because Apple also announced another set of surprise features uh, this week, and that was for Apple Music. They announced both uh, spatial audio for Apple Music, so it'll listen like it'll sound like Dolby Atmos, like the music is all around you, nice. which is really especially impressive with the AirPods Max because they make you feel like the AirPods Pro feel like the music's in your head, but the Max feels like you're inside the music. But the other one that turned out to be way more controversial than I thought it would is lossless. Um, they announced lossless audio and also high res audio. 
I don't think I would know the difference. Uh, so it's just the sample rate, basically. It's like 40, 40, I forget that, but 48.1 megahertz at you know 48, uh, but they go they go up to ridiculous levels. And I know previously Apple's engineers were like, it makes no difference. No human adult, you know, can just can hear these differences. But all these other companies started adding lossless as a feature. So I feel like Apple marketing must have decided they needed it. But people lost their minds, Georgia. Like they lost their minds. And this is one of those rare cases where I think both. I have this philosophy, and a, and a lot of people don't share it. I feel like Apple should always do, or any company, should do the best job explaining things as possible to people, like give all the best information. But if they fail, I feel like that's where media has to step in and make sure that we educate the audience as best that we can. And I feel like we got there was like a double failure this week because Apple didn't explain all this stuff until today, and then the media decided to rage bait, to get angry about it instead of to explain it, at least most of them. So like the the, the thing that that stood out to a lot of people is that the lossless won't be available on AirPods. And people are like, I bought these things for $200 or $500 and I'm not getting lossless. And you know, like people who understood audio engineering tried to explain, there's no point in sending lossless audio over lossy Bluetooth. Hmm. It's like, you know, it's, it's like uh, taking a, like a giant stream and trying to put it through like a little bottle. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't work. It still goes through the little bottle. Yeah, you Apple- still, no matter what, because it's through Bluetooth, you're not gonna have yes. lossless data. Yes. They could say that, but it Which would is not what others be true. do. Yeah, they yes. just say we're they giving it to lie. you, but like you lose it. Um, yeah. And and they were and people were complaining like it's a five hundred dollar Air uh, AirPods Max. And then the audio files were making it worse because they're like, dude, I spend five hundred bucks on my cable. Those my AirPod my earphones are ten thousand dollars. That's what I have with vacuum tubes for my lossless audio. You can't even hear the difference. Nobody can hear the difference, but they argue about who can hear the difference. I wouldn't it's, be able to hear the difference. It's. It was amazing to me, but yeah, so Apple didn't explain it, so people just thought they were being denied. Uh, there was one stupid thing, which is Apple's cable that they sold for the AirPods Max isn't good enough for the lossless audio, and that feels like an own goal. Like, that just feels like such a dumb decision. So I'm guessing Especially that's when they point. released it so soon, they must have had this already in the pipeline and no. Yeah, well, that's the thing. There's a remember your mutual friend Guy English yes. did that great article where he's like, I need to go talk to the Siri team. What's yes. Siri? Uh, yeah, you need to incorporate FindMy. What's FindMy? Don't you people talk to each other? No, you don't let us. We don't. They're all like black black uh, projects, like undisclosed projects. They're all sandbox. Yes, yeah, which leads to hilarity like this. Um, but Apple is going to be updating the HomePods for it because the HomePods use Wi-Fi, not But are they going to be updating the wire that goes with the... I hope the so. Box? No word on that yet. Um, but it was just it was just such a cluster. It's okay, uh, they just won't put the wire in. The way that they'll yes. deal with it is they just well, won't no, be no. a wire. The, the current and wire you is, will, yeah. you will have to buy your own. You have to do it now. They didn't put the wire in. You have to buy it's a separate. So it's like 35 I'm bucks. Sorry. It's so horrible. I remember now that I was angry about that before. Yes. Now I'm angry again, like it happened just now. But like the whole thing that was hilarious to me too <laughs> is that they built the AirPods for uh, to deal with crappy audio, to make crappy Bluetooth audio sound as good as possible, to like overcome the challenge of crappy audio. And now people are upset they can't put like non-crappy audio over a crappy signal into the device designed to make crappy audio sound great. And I just, a lot of news outlets, it's like Apple's not gonna let you play lossless audio on your $500, just making people angrier, not going, well, Apple could allow it, but you wouldn't get much benefit because it's being it's being Trans, sent over, yeah, yeah. Over Bluetooth. I feel it was like a lost opportunity to educate and that always bothers me. Again, I don't think that I would, I don't think that I would notice no. lossless or not lossless, I would already be lost, so. 
Um, well, that was the thing that was sad too. It's like the the um, spatial audio, the Dolby Atmos, is going to be transformative for people. It's going to put us in 3D sound stages, and that was like five sixth of the press release. And then at the bottom, it was like this checkbox for lossless audio, and that's the only thing people talked about for days. But you see, that's the problem, though, is that even if it's something that no one would have had anyways, yes. people get really upset. They feel this expectational debt. When, especially when you've invested money and you think that you're getting the best, yes, and then you don't. A lot That's of exactly people, what they said. <laughs> a lot of people will want the best, even if they're not going to use those features. They'll never use it. They still want to to say that I've had the best. So this feels like they've been denied yeah. something, even though they never had something to be denied, and this didn't exist when they bought that. Yeah, it's like Eddie Q but, came to their house and took it away from them. But especially if you are one of those people that enjoys getting the latest and greatest to then you feel like you've been demoted. Yeah. And that's very upsetting because, you know, then other people with a cruddier headset are like, yeah, but at least mine is lossless. And they're like, And then there was like a third set of people who are angry because Apple also has the high-res audio, which you can't even play without a DAC. Like the normal lossless audio, you can play on your iPhone speakers. If you have a modern iMac or iPad, you can play it off those speakers. You can play it with a hard line. You need a digital to analog converter to play the, the high-res audio. Mm -hmm. And there was a bunch of really angry audio engineers going. Is that going to be a dongle? No, it's like a big box. Like, it's, it's like <laughs> I guess you could dongle it. But you're probably the headphones probably dongle. Well, no, but I think like the, the nerds, the audio files want like want the, the, the big vacuum thing. tube boxes. Yeah. Um, but like, because like Apple's engineers for years had pushed back on this and saying it's a useless feature, and now they're doing it. So they were angry that Apple was doing what they considered to be in like a, 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 a feature, feature beyond what humans can really appreciate. Right. So. Um, it was funny. We got we got some stuff we weren't expecting. Yeah. But we didn't appreciate all of it. And we we got some stuff we felt that we were taken away from. Yes. Yes. They and gave us and took it away. Did Eddie Q actually come to your house and take stuff away from you? I felt like he did. Though. He did. Felt like I he felt did. like he did. I think he's too busy watching basketball. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, maybe he should. Maybe he should have been working on that. The that press release. Yeah. The press release. So yeah. Could, that wouldn't uh, have happened. Yeah. Less basketball. Yeah. Always give. That's the That's the thing that always confounds me about Apple is that they have these philosophies where you want to underpromise and overdeliver, and they'll go to like amazing extents to make the most beautiful packaging possible, and then they won't put the plug in the box. Or they'll make like the most amazing thing, and then the, well, like, the like, box itself probably costs the price of the plug. Yeah, or like they they make like these incredible engineered devices, and they still make these stupid plastic cables that break all the time. I guess that that goes though for our own field failure. That if a company, a billion, trillion, trillion dollar company, yeah, multi-trillion, multi-trillion dollar company, can make these mistakes, it's okay if you do too. There we go. They're That's making us the, feel better about ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Lowering the bar for everybody. They're not perfect. For everyone else, they're not perfect either. If Apple doesn't have to be perfect. Be. Neither you, do you. You don't have to be perfect. All right, does that the same apply for Amazon? No. 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 Okay. Burn them with fire. Oh. No. I was trying to no. burn them with ice. It didn't work. Didn't work. No, they got a, they got a frostbite. Go. Is that like a burn? I guess like it's a, a It a is like a burn. burn. Yeah. Similar. All right, Similar so it worked. Woohoo. I can burn them two ways. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is, this is most terrifying. All right. And I hadn't really thought of it. So when Amazon bought over Ring, yes. which is a, a video doorbell, yes. we got rid of our Ring doorbell because... You're smart. I, I know too much about these companies. And so we I went with Skybell, yeah. um, which is it better? Is it not? It's not going to be as profitable. So anyways, so I went with Rain. We, we changed our doorbell because of that. It also didn't fit. So again, it worked out within. Well, and they our, had very quickly a bunch of controversies. Like remember they were letting uh, developers in the Ukraine or something yeah. look through the cameras? 
Yeah. Yeah. Your cameras. Yeah. So anyways, The Guardian put out a um, terrifying, terrifying article. It was terrifying. Like the stats. What terrified you? Were, I'll go through it. Okay. It, I have just so many terror. Like I, the more I read, the more terrified that I was. So I'm hoping that I'll terrify everyone else with oh, this God. information. I don't know if I can take it. Yay. I honestly don't know if I can take Yay. it. Yay. So, um, you can become so with this they decided that they were going to open up this network neighborhood app which would allow you to help protect your neighborhood by giving access of your camera to law enforcement agencies if you would want to what wait what is that is that like neighborhood watch but it goes to the cops i don't even get yes it. yes and the next part is that and i didn't know this that your ring camera which makes sense is always on yes and it's audio and video recording. Yes. So, and which ours, you could hear inside the house. All right. Well, we're loud people. But okay. anyways, you could hear inside of the house. That was kind of even equally creepy. Yeah. Um, but for Amazon, it does get stored yes. to the cloud. So because of that, they have access to that. And now they have um, partnered with an estimated 1,800 law enforcement agencies. That's about one in 10 in the U.S. Wow. Which now have access to... Um, millions of privately owned security cameras, and they're able to do that without a warrant. And once you have signed over a video to law enforcement agencies, they're allowed to keep that video for as long as they, you, they want to. Um, Amazon does not enforce any privacy policies to them. They say the law agencies can deal with that on their own. And they can share it with anyone whom they would like to. So we have created, talk about 1984, we have created our own global security force that is directly related to law enforcement agencies. And they are able to do that without having to obtain a warrant. And how many devices of Ring devices are sold? Like, like 400,000 were sold in one year. Yeah. So that's like a lot if we think about how long Ring has been out there. It's that thing from Hydra where they said that we tried the first time during World War II to take away everybody's rights, but they fought back. Now we're making them so afraid they'll give up their rights. Exactly. But that works, right? Yeah. When we are scared, when we think it is for, we will give up the most of our rights for privacy, safety, and security yeah. of our own. And so all we need is a little bit of fearing, fear-mongering into us. And we're like, no, please take it because we want to keep ourselves safe. And safe is a higher priority in our body than it is privacy. And so they can use that. And just in one year, law enforcement agencies made 22,000 requests for access to different security tapes. And one ring doorbell doesn't just cover your house. Like the thing is, is that my issue with this is that the ring doorbell can actually, it's quite wide. Yeah, it's, it's got quite a wide a, angle. Um, a fisheye kind yeah. of scope to it. And so it may be dealing like you're on camera, even if you don't know that you're on camera and you have no say to this and some other individual private citizen. So your Fourth Amendment rights are bypassed because a single citizen. And if your ring doorbell is is angled weirdly, it could even be to your own house yeah. that is shown on someone else's camera. Or at least like you said, the audio from your house. Well, someone else's house. Yeah. This isn't even the ring. The ring doorbell, it, the audio is not great. I don't think that it would be hitting unless you're in a, if you are in a, actually a, um, 
an apartment or an attached house. This actually could be because your doors could be very close, which now is even more terrifying. Um, but if it's angled up a little bit, it could be showing other people's homes and yeah. front doors and what's happening inside of your windows. And that could be used against you and it bypasses your Fourth Amendment rights because it is a private citizen that has access. It is your yeah. tape. It is a, usually a public or your private space. And then you can give it away and then law enforcement agencies can use it as they please, which you could say, you know what, they're probably most of the time going to be using that for um, good reasons. And I think that probably most of the time it, they are. But for those few times that um, they don't, they don't, they can bypass the courts and the courts usually would ensure that this is not going to be ha used for nefarious means. And in this case, it, you don't have that. Yeah, it, it's a lot of the problems that we're facing with this kind of technology. I think Cory Doctor called it little brother instead of big brother because but it's for all Amazon. Of, it's bloody well big brother. Yeah. I'm just well, gonna say like it. All, we're the ones with the cameras. It's not like the government didn't come yeah, and install. No, no, no. We gave it to them. But but we bought it. We yes. did, they didn't even give it to us. Amazon is making and Ring does not make a lot of money. So they already like spoke about how you know what like they they're not making a ton of money on this and this is how now they're making probably quite a good deal yeah. of money. Well, again, because... like, we're, we're, uh, how do you take a weapon away from a grandma, Tom Cleric? You yeah, ask you ask them. Um, but the thing that's problematic about this, that the, people will say, like, I have nothing to hide because... I hate that. Yeah, I hate that as but an the, argument. But the, the problem with this is the same problem with, like, fingerprinting every child at birth or yeah. getting, de taking DNA from every child at birth, is that we've decided as a society that this is... that this, that our freedoms, our rights, our individual protections are more important than that sort of surveillance state. But the issue but with this also, is that yeah, um, you can only right now, like the purpose of law enforcement right now is to to like to find crimes and punish them. But this technology allows them to say, I want to get Georgia. I'm rewinding through all the video footage I have, all the GPS data I have to find something she did wrong. Yes. So it's not like you did me, something. you would find something that I did wrong. Anybody, like going through a stop sign, going through like traffic, like jaywalking. It's it's no longer you know you like you getting caught committing a crime. It's someone targeting you and then finding a way to or using something against you in order yeah. to control you. This can be used exceptionally nefariously. Or I'm going to doctor a video and put it into the stream and then find it. Um, these things have happened. They could happen. Now, are we dealing with you know we're we're making something big out of this that we have not that they first do it and then ask permission afterwards becomes my issue with yeah. this. It's, yeah. it's the possibility that it bypasses the courts, it bypasses our own checks and balances that we've put in place because this is a new area. Yeah, we've, we've, we've created our own surveillance uh, society. Yeah. yeah, well we carry, how many cameras right now do I have pointed at me? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, And all of them six, with microphones. Yes, which yeah. we know people can have access to remotely if they so wish to. Don't do that. It's so creepy. Please don't do that to me. Don't. Don't do it to me. Yeah, but, yeah. So what would you like to see happen here, Georgia? I think that this should be legislated. And legislators already went through and asked Amazon a whole bunch of questions about their privacy and how they were handling it. They've already released a statement that pretty much says... No, we're not dealing with this law enforcement can. We'll just kind of treat it the way that we have and have them partner up with us and have people be part of the neighborhood app, which sounds like, oh, I'm doing a good job to be able to yeah, protect like my neighborhood. neighborhood. It makes me feel good yeah. and safer. You're being a good Samaritan. But you're then giving up even more rights and allowing your cameras to be accessed and then you to be accessed. So I think that this needs to go through and be regulated and taken a look at and see which are the ways that it should be used and which are the ways that they shouldn't be used and have regulations put in place to ensure that 
people's privacy is all also taken a look at. Yeah, and this is the reason. Like some people wonder, like why? What's the, like they'll understand why I said like I don't want a Facebook uh, microphone or camera in my house, or they'll understand even why I don't want a Google microphone or camera in my house. But they want to talk about Amazon. They're like, well, what's Amazon? They just give me my packages fast. But they don't know. People do not know this. Like well, that's why I'm saying, like, the, yeah. Amazon has over and over again. Uh, been caught doing egregious violations of yes, privacy. They're but right also, underneath Facebook. But also, yeah, they or do not. things like this, and then they do things like face detection for law enforcement and the yes. military, which they do walk back when they get caught again. But it's just they seem like that's a company. That's what all the companies that do that, right? Well, like, they that's seem so like common. A, they seem like a company with no morality, and that always scares me. Yes, but again, a- any company that gets large enough, right? Yes, and it's absolute from power. Yeah. corrupts. But that's why Absolutely. you need that's why you need those sort of checks and balances yeah. in place and, and even educated like, checks and balances that are in place. That's the other part about legislators. I think that, you know, if you get paid uh like whatever, $500,000, I can understand that swaying your opinion to be a little bit more lenient. Yeah, no totally. And that's why I did appreciate they had Google IO this week and they were showing off new artificial intelligence features like you could talk to the planet Pluto about itself and it would answer you as Pluto. And uh, Marquez Brownlee talked to Sundar Pichai. Was it Pichai. angry about being demoted? Yeah, that actually was part of the joke. Huh? Um, but like Marquez Brownlee was asking Sundar Pichai about that and saying, what's to stop you from being a person? He said, well, that's why we have to have such stringent ethical and moral guidelines. And we've seen Google also fail spectacularly at that with the yeah, firing of their, their AI ethics people. But this, this is a technology that's going to shape our futures and the futures of our children. Yes. Um, and then nothing could be more important. And I don't think that legislative enough is alone is it, legislation no. alone is enough because they're always 10 to 15 years behind. Yes. I think we as consumers have to vote with our usage and our wallets. But then they need to be educated. Yes. We need to be educated. Then we need to have access to the information which these companies don't want to give us and they release their own access to information and they say whatever they would like to yes. and try to promote and publicize. But also these companies act as people when it benefits yes. them and then act as corporations when it benefits them. And I don't think that you should have it both ways. If they can get tax breaks and lobbying as people, then they should be able to be prosecuted yes. and dealt with legally Absolutely. as people. Absolutely. There we go. All right, so you all going to jail. <laughs> like like that our friend- one, Suddenly people would suddenly start following the rules. Like our friend Devin Stone would say, we'll see you in court. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, but this is, there's usually just a little slap on the hand. Just I a little, oh, I mean, sorry, I'll take $100 from your 100,000. Bad, bad. We'll see what the EU has to say about that. They're usually overcomplimentary. We'll, we'll find yeah. out. We'll find out. So if people want to find you, though, Georgia. You can check me out. Uh, if you're dealing with anxiety, depression, you can check out anxiety-videos.com. You can send me a, an email, georgia at westmounttherapy.com. Or I'm on YouTube, youtube.com yes. slash Georgia Dow. Look at me. I got it right you got this it completely, time. got 100%. I'm so proud. You can find me at youtube.com slash Renee Ritchie or twitter.com. The bar was really low. Really low. Uh, Twitter.com slash Renee Ritchie. If you're listening on Nebula, we have a bonus segment coming up, so don't skip that. But if you are leaving us now but wish you were listening on Nebula, like, you know, all good-hearted people do, you can just go to curiositystream.com slash Apple Talk. You can sign up. I think it's like... Well, it's less than 15 bucks a year, not even a month, a, a couple year. Coffees. And you get all of Curiosity Stream's award-winning documentaries and series. Plus, you get access to all of our videos without sponsors, without ads, often with bonus segments like we're about to do for this very podcast. It's so interesting because so we will be talking about... Uh-oh. Uh, I'm already afraid. Yeah, be So afraid. afraid. Be-